Greetings and thank you for listening to another episode of Black Biz Banter. My name is Nzinga Nomo. I am your hostess and I'm the owner and founder of Afriware Books Company and Business since 1993. Today's post will be the reading of our blog post we actually wrote in earlier in 2020. Actually, we wrote it a year ago, but we updated it recently. And um, I wanted to accompany the post by an audio for those who would prefer to listen. Here it goes. And I definitely encourage you, if you're able, to go to the blog post, afriwarebooks.com. And at the top, there is a menu of options. Select the blog option, and then you can search for Black Mermaids, Princesses. You could just put in Black Mermaids and Princesses, or just put in Black Princesses, and you will, um, at the bottom, toward the bottom, you will see the blogs listed. Here we go. The Little Mermaid... Beauty and the Beast, Little Red Riding Hood, and Rapunzel were all familiar childhood stories that cultivated the imagination and piqued childhood interest. In classic popular literature, however, these picture books were cast with white characters, thus leaving the black child to wonder whether anyone during the story time period was around that looked like them. After further research, you may be surprised to find that many fairy tales, such as Beauty and the Beast, have African origins. Books on black princesses and other fairy tales. Listed are The Little Mermaid, The Princess and the Frog, African Princess Children's Books, and Black Mermaid Children's Books. And then there's a link to all the Black Mermaid books we have on our site. There's also a clip of a TikTok post that I did about um, the link between Black Little Little Mermaid, the Little Mermaid, and the Doll Test. Continuing on, Disney shocked Little Mermaid fans with the trailer to the new movie coming out in 2023 when casting the lead character. Ariel as singer and actress Halle Bailey of Gronish. Parents posted videos of black girls' first reaction to the trailer. It was an overwhelming sight of happiness and joy with comments like, she looks like me. She's beautiful. You may be interested to learn about books that have black mermaid characters that preceded Ariel. In the TikTok video we posted, I mentioned the doll test that doctors Kenneth and Mamie Clark conducted. Thankfully, a book called What the Children Told Us was released recently detailing the study and results. I suggested that the positive reactions to the black Little Mermaid is evidence that the self-image of black children is improving from the original 1940s test and the 2007 one recreated and conducted by Kiri Davis in the short video called A Girl Like Me. Here's a quote. 
You may be surprised to find that many fairy tales such as Beauty and the Beast have African origins. Through the minor details of Beauty and the Beast, though the minor details of Beauty and the Beast are not an exact replica, the main theme of a father who has to contend with a beast when seeking marriage for one of his daughters is the same. The daughters have distinct personalities. One is helpful to her father and the other's rude and haughty. The helpful daughter, daughter ends up spending time with the beast and grows fond of its company and magically turns the beast back into a human after demonstrating human kindness. <clears throat> the snake with five heads was retold in 1919 by Ethel McPherson in the book Native Fairy Tales from South Africa. McPherson acknowledges authorship of the stories within the Zulu and the Sesotho's native tongue before being swept away by the oncoming tide of European civilization. That last part was in quotes. This story predates Beauty and the Beast, and according to James Deutsch of SmithsonianMag.com, quote, traditional tales of a bride and her animal groom have circulated orally for centuries in Africa, Asia, Europe, and India, unquote. Belle's original name was Zanyani, and sister Kazi was quite rude and selfish. Sanyani wins the heart of the beast by passing the test to grind corn and bake tasty cakes. The 1988 retelling of Beauty and the Beast and illustration by Fred Crump Jr. under the title, quote, A Rose for Zamira is a delightful read. It is important to note that in the second printing, the color published by Winston Derrick Publishing Group, Crump adds on the back cover page, the African origin reveal. And here's a quote. Beauty and the Beast is an original African folktale, but had its Western beginning during medieval times. The tale was given its most popular version in 1749 by Marie de Beaumont, La Belle à la Bête. In 1761, André Gretry wrote a successful opera based on beauty, and it was produced as a film by Jean Cocteau in 1945. This new telling of the classic tale is set in Africa. And there's a quote. What a big difference this lesser-known fact of African origins could impress upon a young black child. What a big difference this lesser-known fact in the blog post that I am quoting myself could impress upon a young black child. Having African origins with all black characters is a far cry from the all-white cast of Disney's 1991 film, or the 2017 movie. The sole exception was Tony Braxton's appearance from 1998 to 1999 as the first and only African-American to be cast as the main character, 
Bell during a 12-year run of the Broadway play. Unfortunately, there is no widely available version in book nor film form which indicate any traces of the African roots of the story. Continuing, enter Fred Crump Jr.'s retelling of over 12 classic fairy tales, including Beauty and the Beast, Mgambo and the Tigers, Hakim and Granita, Thumbelina, Mother Goose, Cinder- Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood, Sleeping Beauty, Jamaica and the Beanstalk, Afrotina and the Three Bears, Rapunzel, Rumpelstiltskin, the Ebony Duckling, and the other little angel, and the Little Mermaid. He published over 40 books featuring African-American characters. And pictured is A Rose for Zamira. The illustrations in A Rose for Zamira are, are spectacular. All the characters are black, including the handsome male the beast becomes. The book immediately gets your attention with its opening sentence, quote, There was once upon a time when the moon and stars sprinkled silver dust across the land, and the dust made magic and mystery and sometimes mischief. The tall palm trees, the huts with straw roofs, the abundance of animals, jewelry, and fabric textures in each scene is mesmerizing. Each page is an explosion of colors, densely populated with texture and statues. For a child, there is plenty to wonder and ask about beyond the text. Disney missed the distinction of showcasing an all-black cast in The Princess and the Frog. The original fairy tale is one that also appears in McPherson's book by the same name as The Princess and the Frog, but the storyline differs quite a bit. In the original, the princess doesn't marry the frog. Instead, the frog saves her life by carrying her in his mouth across a river to find her birth mother. The frog doesn't become human in the end either. Disney's version, which is reported to originate from the Brothers Grimm retelling of the frog prince, got some community backlash because the frog that became a prince in the story is not black. And some ask, why not? The black man is certainly fit to be the prince unless, of course, some other reason was discussed behind the scenes. While we do not know why the final decision was made, requests for books on The the Princess and the Frog have waned considerably in our bookstore And I have noticed that at least one of the books that sold well when the movie came out is no longer available from our supplier. Though it is unfortunate that all the fanfare has faded fast on this sour note, it is certainly evidence that there is a need for such depictions of black men and women living, quote, happily ever after. Though I believe Disney missed a huge opportunity, I hope that a black-owned film company fulfills this desire in even grander style, far exceeding whatever Disney could have accomplished. Gone are the days of begging or pleading with 
others for what we are capable of providing for ourselves. I've seen many high quality illustrators like those that did Kirikou and the Sorceress that could make this happen. The animation and the message are beyond measure. I couldn't give a higher recommendation to watch a stunning example of what is possible. The retelling of Rapunzel by Crump features a young woman with long braids locked up in a tower. The Wicked Witch and Prince Kamadi are both ebony-hued. And before we presume that this story could never have origins in Africa, we need to research the women of Namibia. They have been called Africa's Rapunzels, Rapunzels and are known as the Balantu women. Though the German colonizers tried to abolish the tradition of growing hair beyond six feet in length, the women stood their ground and have maintained their length. Apparently, there is a special mixture of herbs prepared and applied to the hair regularly to promote fast growth. Who's to say which came first, Rapunzel or the Balantu women? While I will not venture down this road in detail, I invite the reader to venture forward with questions like these and many, many others that we used to take as true without question. The importance of depicting black characters for black children goes far beyond the self-validating aspects received when seeing reflections of ourselves in the world. Fairy tales are some of the most repeated stories heard in our upbringing and are often pointed to in teaching life lessons, though it can be understandably argued that some lessons are overly idealistic. They serve as a reference point, be it good, bad, or other, used to determine how we compare to societal norms. The model is often touted as, quote, ending like a fairy tale. Even those who are in staunch disagreement with its ideals are challenged to communicate to today's teenager effectively without using these Western building blocks of what is considered, quote, civil versus, quote, primitive. Once the main character is shown in black, however, the message is that greatness is possible for all. Without this change, the message is also clear without words that greatness is only possible for some. And then I repeat the quote, greatness is possible for all. I give Fred Crump Jr. I believe, excuse me, I believe Fred Crump Jr. was a pioneer in the retelling and illustrating of characters from fairy tales as black. When I, when I, was initially exposed to them, I didn't realize some of the original tales were set in Africa and started off as black characters. I do predict that soon all of these books will be collector's items unless someone steps up to republish them. If you want to make a great investment in a book that is likely to appreciate and value and capture the imagination of a child, the Fred Crump books are a must. We're happy to have the Little Mermaid in our stock at Everywhere Books. The others are harder to find and therefore have become much higher in price. Email us if there's a title you'd like us to research at Everywhere Books at EverywhereBooks.com. 
closing thoughts. As always, I appreciate that you have read through this blog post. I hope that you've become curious to read more books about black mermaids, black princesses, and other black fairy tales. We ask you to consider purchasing your book from our black-owned bookstore, Afterwear Books Company. If there's a title you'd like to purchase that is not mentioned here or could not be found on the website, feel free to email us at afterwearbooks at afterwearbooks.com. And that concludes the reading of the blog post. Thank you so much for listening. I encourage you to go and visit our website, afterwearbooks.com. That's A as in Africa, F as in freedom, R-I-W-A-R-E books. That's plural. Dot com. And then go to slash blog um, to see all the links that are included in that blog post. Thanks again for your time and attention. Bye-bye.